Your style is unorthodox. But effective. It is not the art, but the combat that you enjoy. Man, you come right out of a comic book. You are now listening to Black Comics Chat. Black 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 Comics Chat. We are live on Black Comics Chat. Black Comics Chat. Black Comics Chat. We are live on Black Comics Chat. Black Comics Chat. Hi, this is Anthony Rutgazer. I'm the writer of The First Hero and Heroes of Homeroom C, and you are listening to Black Comics Chat. Hi, this is Regine Al Sawyer, owner, writer, creator of Lock It Down Productions, and the coordinator and founder of the Women in Comics Collective International. You are now listening to Black Comics Chat. They know that you're about to. No, this is live. This is not. It is what it is. It's not on CBS. It's not on like NBC. It's Twitch. Everybody knows. It's what it is. And I'm tweeting on my phone, so if you see me looking down, guys, I'm tweeting to you. Nice, nice. And I have my screen here where I have all the results from Backlash, is why we are even live. Hello, everyone. How's it going? How are you? I know we just had this conversation. I know that Regina's surviving. I'm surviving. Surviving, literally. And Leo surviving. I'm, I'm, I'm making it. We still have that stupid tweet that goes out that says we're running late. And I swear to you, I still don't know where that tweet comes from. But it's Technically, always... we did run late, though, so it's okay. So, so wait, wait, wait. Just... So when you guys put that on, like, for Saturday and Sunday, that's, that's bullshit? Yes. Well, no, a lot of times we are late. But separate from that, <laughs> separate from that... You know, it's got to be something in OBS. This is like some weird tech thing that I just have not been fa- able to figure out. But it's like he doesn't—he doesn't like that it's that it assumes that we're late, even right. though we are late. I know. That's <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> because then, because then I don't feel so bad. Like when I roll over and look at my phone and I get the tweet, the Twitch announcement, I'm like, okay, they're late anyway, so. Yeah, I'm yeah. on time. We, us- we so usually are, are though. We are we usually on Saturday. Yeah, Okay, so um, for those who are new to what we do, we talk uh, mainly about the pay-per-view that happened the night before, um, and we only strictly just talk about anything WWE-related. Sometimes we'll talk about AEW, but not really. Um, but who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? So. Start. We'll start. Regine, you you saw backlash. What did you think? It was interesting because there were times where my concentration went elsewhere. No, and it's like as like I'm prepping for a virtual event for women in comics at the end of the week, so that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I would look up and be like, "What?" And then I go back to what I was doing. It wasn't until like like the last match that I was really like Amazing. totally and absolutely engaged. Before that, I was just like, tuck, 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 tuck. Okay, since we're being honest, um, <laughs> I was actually writing a paper last night. So I was really like between writing the paper and watching things. So, um, but I did watch the whole thing, but it, I wasn't really captured. Well, there was two parts where I was captured um, by the show. One was with obviously uh, the last match 
uh, and then there were the street profits. Um, and we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> okay. Wait, so, before, uh, before we dive in, uh, yes. I, I feel like, I don't know if I've asked this before, but it is always something that comes up. What does the title Backlash mean in this instance? <laughs> does it mean anything? Yeah, it doesn't really mean much. <laughs> you know, they try to come up with these, these titles like, you know, In Your Face or Backlash or Revenge or something like that. Mm. You know, usually it, it means that there's revenge that needs to happen at some point. So, you know, this whole show is shaped around the main event, which is Randy Orton and Edge. And, you know, since the last time we saw them was their uh, brutal fight um, on WrestleMania, there's now some sort of, I guess, comeuppance. Um, it's strictly story point stuff. It's like drama, but know? it's not like a direct reference to a thing. It's sort of a vague... No, 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 like, no. Clap no. back. The, like I said... The, the, the next pay-per-view is Extreme Rules, and th that is more of a themed, because it's supposed to be, like, extreme shit, you know, whatever. So, Backlash is just a sort of like a plot device, you know what I mean, so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, um, the, uh, the first match, which was usually the, the match that happens that no one gets to see, is uh, the United States Championship, Apollo Crews versus Andrade, um... Apollo, Apollo Crews wins, which I'm kind of happy with. That was a pretty uh, good match, actually. Oh, you did see it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Yes, I did. That was a really good match. And, you know, I, I like it when Kevin Owens, when he commentates. <laughs> yes. I love it. I, I, I love it. I think he's really a great um, commentator, as well as Samoa Joe, who I call Uncle Joe. That is Uncle <laughs> Joe. That's Uncle Joe. That's Uncle Joe. <laughs> I really do like Samoa Joe. Even it doesn't matter if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Like I really do like Samoa I Joe. Me too. And I really enjoy them both as commentators. Yeah. I think they're really good at it. You know? <laughs> right. Right. What what I do what I do enjoy about what's going on is that you have a lot of people of color in the in not only in the ring but in the storyline. Yeah. You know, you have uh, you have Garza, Angel Garza, who is uh the teammate of Andrade. Um, and then you have Selena Vega, who is their manager. So that's a lot of Latino stuff going on. You know what I mean? I haven't seen that since, like, Eddie and Chavo Guerrero. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm, happy to, I'm happy to see that. But, of course, Apollo Crews, who won the United States Championship a few weeks ago, which was a surprise because um, he was getting no recognition. Um, so I'm kind of happy that he maintains it. And I don't know how long that's going to be. You don't. You just never know. But, um, but anyway, obviously, you know, Angel Garza, you know, got uh, hit by Kevin Owens uh, as he left commenta commentary. I had to hit him with the stutter. It kind of um, distracts Andrade. Of course, Apollo Crews pins him. So it was great. It was great. I kind of enjoyed that. And then from there, we went to the Women's Tag Team Championship. I like. So, I like. I. I, I tuned out. <laughs> I, I, went, I went elsewhere. I went elsewhere. I don't even know who won. Oh, like, okay. I, just, I got that wrong. Like, who won? <laughs> and right now, I guess I think I think what what Bailey and Sasha. Bailey and Sasha did yeah. win. It was very. Yeah. It was a very quick type of win. It's look. I I like Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. The iconics to me are still like what what's going on here. Um, 
So it was they're a like three way. Hokey, but they're like hokey they're really comfort villains, though. Yeah. You know, really I ain't going to get you, my pretty. You know, it's yeah. just <laughs> like we're getting Witch of the West. Like, this is very, it's very right. hokey. I think they try to be like fire and desire, um, but they fall short. Yeah. You know, they, fall, yeah. they fall short of that. So, anyway, Bailey and Sasha, thank God. Sasha has a, has a title now. Um, yeah. They retain their uh, tag team championships, and they are actually going to defend it on Wednesday in NXT, which is a new. That's like a new thing. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so that that's cool. Um, so I'm kind of happy about that. I, I'm really waiting for Bailey and Sasha to just have it out. I think Bailey needs to lose her title, but we've yes. said that for the last three shows. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Yes. We've been saying that since WrestleMania. <laughs> like, she don't need it. Let, let someone else have it. <laughs> but see, the thing is, I think they know that we hate her, so they're just going to keep it. <laughs> I like Bailey. I just think that, you know, with her turning, to becoming a heel just is weird. It's yeah. odd, and it, it just it's, doesn't sell. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know who I who I hate more, Bailey or or, or um, Adam Cole from NXT. Like, ugh. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, he's such a jerk. He's such a jerk. He's really good at it too. God. Wait, he, he's the one that Keith Lee like tossed into the into the audience. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> I love oh that gift. Like, ever. I have to say this. I love <laughs> Keith Lee. I love <laughs> Keith Lee. He is the biggest blackest dude they got, and I'm just waiting for him to just be the WWE champion. It'll happen eventually. That'll be amazing. Oh my god. All right, so um, next match was uh, Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Um, it was okay. Weird. <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird. I mean, the whole gimmick is weird. Bringing up, you know, Jeff's past as an alcoholic and addict and bringing that <laughs> into the storyline is weird. Having Sheamus having, get urine dumped on him last week. Weird. It wasn't real urine, folks. It wasn't real urine. <laughs> The way he choked, you would have thought it was. Yeah, and, and you know it's so funny because I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch SmackDown, um, but when I saw the clip, I just started dying. Yeah, I saw the clip for the first time then too. I started dying because I'm like, Bravo for you for that acting job. <laughs> what it would be like to have urine, <laughs> which is probably apple juice, <laughs> thrown in your face? Yeah, it was a lot too. I was like, it wait, was I can't believe that Jeff peed. That much and that long and that and that short period of time, all this year, and that and James was like, oh, you know, what, what do you say? Like you had a pint before, or yeah. Something. Like oh, you stopped at the bar before you got here or something. I don't want to get. I don't want Leo to get lost. Leo, I don't want you to get lost because you're probably like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, so, so, you need to watch. No, so <laughs> while, while you guys are talking, I'm putting on images of the people you're talking about on the screen. I'm looking right now at these two motherfuckers and. <laughs> I don't even like. I mean, this looks like this looks like an opener for ICP. Yeah. But what yes. is is this is this common? Is 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 uh are bodily fluids common in wrestling aside from blood? No, no, it's not. It's no, not. totally not. This is. Yeah, Jeff yeah. was supposed to get a drug test uh, to make sure before he signs the contract that he wasn't on drugs, and they made it seem like he took a pee behind the chair in the ring and I'm like okay if you if you know how men operate they can't just it can't just happen while people are watching <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like that doesn't happen that way I was gonna say thing I 
like, wow, he's really comfortable for this <laughs> crowd. There, now there's an audience, an audience of people and cameras, and just peeing his life away. And a lot of peeing mm-hmm. back. I was like, get out of here. Like, come on. We all know this happened here. And as a kicker, he throws it in the face of Seamus, and then his acting job was impeccable. <laughs> Wait, so which one of them won? The P oh, guy or the other guy? Great question. Uh, Seamus uh, actually won. Seamus is the orange-haired dude. He's the, uh-huh. uh, the Irish dude. He's a big dude, and he ended up won- winning this match. It was actually a pretty decent match. But it's a weird, it's just a weird dynamic. <laughs> like, Definitely. I don't understand why Seamus doesn't like Jeff Hardy. Like, I, I just don't. <laughs> By that, but it was it was a pretty good match. Just the look, uh, the look of this dude makes me think like, why is your name Jeff Hardy and not like, I don't know, Psycho Fuck or something? Like, it's, it's that's just that's a family name. Him and his that's brother family name. And that's more. And, and the, the the picture you're showing is war paint that he's worn before. He's he's been in wrestling for at least what 20, 25 years. So oh, wow. he's not a. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's. He should be retiring soon or joining his brother in AEW, but whatever. Okay. Anyway, so after that uh, was the Raw, the Raw Women's Championship, Asuka and Nia Jax, and this was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. This was a mess. From what I could see, I mean, again, I at a certain point, I tuned out, but it, from what I could see, it, it was... Nia yeah. Jax is a very big girl. Um, and I don't, I'm not saying that as a bad thing. She's just, she's just big. And I think that I'm, I'm not sure if she doesn't recognize her strength, <laughs> but I think she could really hurt people out there. And she's has hurt people out there. And Asuka is such a great performer. Okay. So for Asuka, it was a real struggle for Asuka to carry this match. Um, the ending was a double count out, which doesn't really, it's not really a payoff, which probably means you're going to see them fight again really soon. Um, but I think they need to find a better opponent for Asuka. You know, they, know need, they need thicker ladies. They need <laughs> thicker ladies and curvy ladies. They don't have enough. They don't. I mean, they don't have enough. It's just, it's just Naya and her cousin. <laughs> it's Naya and her, that's it. You know, because I, I mean, I've said this before, and you'll hear me say it again later on as we talk about other matches. I would cheat. I'd be fighting with weapons. There would be there would be a knife in my bra yeah, when no. fighting a person. <laughs> she gets stabbed in the kidneys for real. Like, <laughs> there's no way. I'm cheating. I'm cheating. Right. Right. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. um I, I think it's just a uh, it's just a difference in in style. Oscar's very fast. She jumps around. She moves around. Naya's very big, bulky. Will throw you across the arena. <laughs> you know what I mean. And sometimes in those dynamics don't work. And I don't think that it worked here. But you never know. I know that she's also coming off of injury. She's been injured most of the last year, so yeah. maybe we'll see more of her. But that was a little bit of a letdown. Uh, so um, hopefully we'll see them again, maybe in a better match. Um, the next one, uh, yeah, wait, 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 wait a second. I'm sorry. Before you jump, I'm just, I'm doing a comparison here. Is it, was this really this big a difference? Asuka is five foot three and Nia is six foot straight up. Yes. Yeah. Straight up. Six feet tall. Excuse me. She's 272 pounds. Yes. 
Holy throw dude. you across. Yes. She actually should be wrestling man. And wow. she could probably win. She wow. is yeah, she's very powerful. I, I like her. I just think that I just think that she she's just so big and her opponents are so small. It just it makes it look awkward. It's like yeah, Andre the Giant was fighting yeah, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like Bruce Lee fighting Debo in uh in yeah. the Dragon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And she's exactly. a relative of The Rock, according to Wikipedia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A lot of the Samoans that are on, that are in wrestling are probably all related to The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh I wish I was lying about that. No, but it's the truth. Most of them are related. Really? It's like a wrestling <laughs> genetic dynasty? Oh, Basically, it's a wrestling family. Mm. It's a wrestling family. And... Um, a lot of Samoans come from the same area and the same wrestling um, area because I think they have a wrestling federation over there, for lack of a better term, and they just they're trained there and they they know their stuff. They know their stuff. Right. It's like it's like the end of Hobbs and Shaw, except instead of them all being like car mechanics, it's wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I feel that. You got it. <laughs> you got it. Um, I think actually the only person who's not related, I, I don't think he's related to Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe is not related to any of them. He's not. Yeah, Samoa Joe isn't. Which is kind of weird. Right? But, <laughs> yeah, weird. Anyway, um, the Universal Championship, your boy Braun Strowman <laughs> versus Braun Braun's. Miz and Morrison. Which I love him. This is, I knew it's going to be a absolute shit show in terms of these two small guys trying to destroy this dude. Um, and it came across as very comical. Um, and I don't know if that's what they were going for, but obviously yeah. Brian Strowman won. Um, and you again, this is one of those things, as I say with Oscar, is you need to find better opponents for these people. I know that we're in a pandemic. I know that it's weird. And I know that we're not going to see Roman Reigns for a while, but you need to find somebody. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I mean, there are other wrestlers that could... They, but they're, I guess, because they they sort of split everyone up in yeah. the different franchises. Mm -hmm. That that's not happening, but it could definitely happen, especially in the men's division. Yes, absolutely. So I'm not really going to talk about this match that much. I mean, I mean, I think we all knew that Braun Strowman wasn't get, was was going to win. Yes. Um, so this is a very much a a much needed ass kicking for Miz and Morrison. So uh, <laughs> whatever. We're going to move <laughs> which was actually pretty good. Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. Yes, yes. That. <laughs> I mean, every time Bobby gets him into that, what? That's a full Nelson, correct? Mm -hmm. I just, my heart just drops. I'm like, no, get out of it. Get out of it. Get out of it. Kick him in the head. You know, fuck that milk dud. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> you can see me in my house. Like... Like, you can ask, ask the wonderful and amazing Vita Ayala. We've gone to wrestling matches together. Vita's like, if people could see how you act in a wrestling I'm match, you are crazy. I'm going to have to talk to Vita. I want to know how you act. <laughs> how you guys lose it. I was like, fuck that milk dud. Kill him. Kill him. Like, I'm just... <laughs> first of all... I'm losing my mind. First of all... What I'm mad at is that now when I see Bobby Lashley, I'm going to see a milk dud. 
<laughs> he looks like a milk dud. So if you can, Leo, if you could find a picture of Bobby Lashley, <laughs> is it, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out if this is recent. Um, he's an amazing wrestler. He's an amazing wrestler, but I am so I am pro Drew McIntyre all the way. I was like, come on, get him. Get okay, him. look look at Twitch. Is this Bobby Lashley? His head like break out already. That is that is Bobby Lashley, but the, the, the lighting is not great. So he doesn't look like the milk dub. He doesn't have the milk dub lighting. <laughs> if you take off that headband and you have the normal TV studio, he looks like a milk dub. Absolutely. And again. Look, we love we we love wrestlers of color. Bobby Lashley's a villain, and he gets the smoke. Exactly, <laughs> he gets the smoke. <laughs> there we go. That's right. a great picture. All right, all right. This is a huge dude, and I would never call him this to his face. He I would. That's because I'm crazy. That's crazy. Um. But needless to say, I think Bobby Lashley was a very good choice of opponent for uh, Drew McIntyre. That's not Drew yeah. McIntyre, but um, yes, um, this was a pretty good match. And I kind of had a feeling that, I mean, Drew McIntyre was going to win. But let's talk about MVP. Um, his resurgence, I kind of, I want to hate MVP, but he's hysterical. He is, and he's really good as a manager. I think he's just, I think he's cool. If he stepped up being a manager or a commentator, he'd be, like, really great. But I know that the call of the ring is addictive. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he's really, I mean, he's really good. He's a good guy to hate, you know? Yes, he is. <laughs> you know, when I look at him, I, I think about, like, if, if Taz ever joined Jodeci, he'd be MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Because they've got the same build. It's just that MVP is like more of the suave guy who you could see in the 90s could have been in a boy band. <laughs> like Josie. <laughs> anyway, so this was a very, exactly a very good match. I mean, Bobby was giving it to Drew. He was leaning. Yes, let him breathe. I was like, I'm like, I get it. But I was screaming. I was screaming. He was leaning on that dude. And of course, um, Lana, his... His wife, his wife is the show. That bomb. Um, <laughs> I have a couple names for her. Who is a huge, who who is a huge villain in her own right, um, because she's very loud. She's very Karen esque. <laughs> yeah, she's. Oh my God, she's a wrestling she's, Karen. She's a, she's Karen. a wrestling oh. Karen. She's a wrestling Karen. She's very loud, very like in people's faces for no reason. Wants it her way, no matter what it is. And uh, the way the storyline was going, Leo, because I'm explaining it to you as if you're in the house. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Uh, she was banned from going to the ring because she's a distraction. Um, now, he tries to be nice and say, oh, it's because you're too beautiful. No, it's actually because she's annoying. Um, she's the one wearing this little, like, mint green situation. Uh, <laughs> mint green situation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing titles. Go on the... I'm seeing titles of articles that say. No, I'm seeing uh, titles posting that Lana cost Bobby Ashley the WWE title. Absolutely. Is this she common? Has- does she usually fuck shit up for him? Is this is this what she does? She tries not to. She tries not to. And normally, uh, has it been leading into uh, the Rona? Uh-huh. <laughs> the reason why he won because she would distract the referee, he would do something, then he'd win. But this kind of worked differently because um, she 
distracted the ref distracted the referee at the wrong time, and Drew McIntyre hit Bobby Lashley with his finisher, and it was it. It was on. It was done. Um, so we'll see what happens today. But yes, uh, the rumor has it that they'll probably break the two up. I hope so because I can't stand. Her. They're not actually together, right? No, they're not. No, no they're she married to a wrestler named Rusev. Okay, yeah. okay. So it's it's part of the drama. I love the idea though of wrestling of the WWE having a Karen. I think that's that's pretty. I think they've always had a Karen in one <laughs> or another. <laughs> but she, I would say she's she's the closest. She's the closest Karen that they have now. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Uh, so after that, we got uh, another cinematic. I don't even know if this was a match. Mm. So this is the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders, and they brawl all across the performance center. So leading up to this, um, the Street Profits are the are my favorite tag team and raw <laughs> tag team uh, champions. Um, they the one team they can't seem to beat is the Viking Raiders. So they started this thing a couple of weeks ago about uh, anything you can do, I can do better, right? So they started off with a basketball game, okay, which was actually pretty hysterical. Um, and then from that they went bowling, and each one would win different games, and they did like axe throwing and all this other shit, and they did some di diacathlon. But these were skits that were in its own right pretty funny. Um, and it kind of made you see, and I think actually it helps the Viking Raiders more than it does the Street Profits, because it gives you a, a, a humanization of the Viking Raiders. Um, get to see who they are. Get to see who and they people, are. Like, we know who like the Street Profits are as people. Like they put their personality all the way out there, but the Viking Raiders hadn't. Right. But it's kind of funny because you, I kind of have a feeling that in reality, all four of them are friends. I think they are. <laughs> I've had, that's what I felt. Like, they're not, they're both not, they're not heels, either one of them. They're not. They don't hate each other. So it's at all. Together, you know what I mean? And I, I love how they keep calling each other fam, which is so hysterical. <laughs> okay. So they're battling. Okay. And here's some highlights. Okay. So they're battling. And they're and they're kind of throwing each other into windows. Oh, why did you throw me in the window? I was trying to do this. Oh my god! And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it makes a left turn when Akira Tozawa comes out with a ninja motorcycle gang. What? What? Yeah, I was confused. What? I was confused. I was like, what is going? Wait, what? I was like, what? I was like, first of all, this is racist. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Number two. What? <laughs> Just went like full so, Akira mode. For, yep. He induced he 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 introduces this great ninja after they fought the ninjas off. And it's this big black dude with like a sword. And where he gets very, and I'm sorry, you got Leo, you're gonna be like, what the hell are y'all watching? But there's this thing with the Viking Raiders and turkey legs. Okay. And during one of the fights, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> One of them dropped the turkey leg in the bushes. So when the guy came out with the with the sword, uh, and I forget their names, uh, the bigger of the Viking Raiders, he he kind of like reaches out for the turkey leg, like he know, like he has the force, and the turkey leg came to his hand. <laughs> it was it was Ivar. It was Ivar, and it was so what? <laughs> so calling calling his hammer. 
<laughs> but they didn't fight the big dude and they both ran away and they fought each other. And anyway, there was no declared winner because we didn't really know if this was a match. And I will say that this was in all intents and purposes, probably a dud. It was funny, but it was also like, what are we watching? What are we yeah. watching? Did it have no stakes? Like, what was, like, was it? There were no stakes. It wasn't. It was totally Elmer Fudd and um, Bugs Bunny. (laughs) But it wasn't as goofy. They are funny. They they are absolutely funny. But it was also like, what what is going on? Right. So this is where I would say, as good as their cinematic matches have been, this one fell kind of short. I don't know. What did you think? It felt short. Like it, felt, like it was funny. Like it was. It definitely was funny. But I, I was thinking about um, the words of Booker T because earlier he mm. was, he mm. was on the pre-show and he was saying like, "Look, I want to see them, you know, wrestle. All this other basketball stuff. I'm here to see them wrestle." That's what, and that's what Booker T said. All, like I said, all the way in the beginning and during the pre-show, and then I thought they were actually going to wrestle, and then I saw that, and I was like, "Wait, yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, "What's happening?" Like, I'd yeah. rather, yeah, I'd rather you wrestle. I'd rather you put the title on the line the way it would normally be. Whatever. So that was a dud. Hopefully, we'll see them wrestle soon. But I think these are these instances where you have to start asking yourself: Are you running out of ideas? If you're running out of ideas, just do a wrestling match. Seriously. Right, right. Keep it simple. Brings us to the match of the night. Yes! (laughs) Because I think when you look at that debacle of the cinematic match, and now you come to this, which they have deemed possibly could be the greatest wrestling match of, of all time, which is Edge and Randy Orton. So... What did you think they, of it? They wrestled, as my father would say. They wrestled. <laughs> that was wrestling. That was like, a crazy match. Old school, old school wrestling. No little extra little things, no chairs, no nothing. It was like, no, just just fist. You know, and to see Randy Orton get his face just cut up like that. Oh my God. That was poetry. Yep. That was poetry. I was like, yo, I was like, kill him. Cause he was, it was, it was. I mean, but the the match was so long. I was like, can they? How can they endure all of this stuff? I think there was a point where I put on Twitter. I said, okay, now it's time to just give give Randy the special sauce. Now it's time to put him to sleep. <laughs> cheat. I said, now it's time to cheat because this is too much. Well, there was a lot of pageantry to this as well, like the Howard Finkel introduction, yes. you know, the fact that the referee had like, you know, like an old school garb, and yes. it was Paul Robinson, who was in WCW for a while. Um, so there were veg- there were a lot of aspects where you can tell that they were going to go old school. You know what I mean? And I really, I, enjoy- I enjoyed this more than I thought I would. You know what I mean? Then you had them doing everybody's finishers, like the angle slam, the edgematic, the pedigree, rock bottom, which I didn't even expect to happen. Um, and every time they kicked out, one, two, one, two. Um, they really got into a, a rhythm. And of course, at the end, Randy Orton wins. I didn't expect Edge to win this because um, they need to keep it going. Yeah. Definitely the match of the night. One hundred percent, the match of the night. It was, it was intense. I was like, "Damn!" I said, "Are they dead?" I was like, "What is that?" I was like, "Ed, Ed is dead." I was like, "He's dead. He's dead. Forget it." Randy, I was like, "You need to be dead because you took too many hits to the head." Like, nah. 
It was, and I kept screaming, <laughs> kick him in the head, kick him in the, tell, for Edge, like kick him in the head, and then Randy kicked him in the head, and I was so heartbroken. Absolutely. <laughs> where, where does where does the greatest wrestling match ever, Monty? Like why why is that a sensible title for this match? These are two veterans. These are these are two people who have been in wrestling since the ninety, the, the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, Randy Orton is a third generation superstar. His father, his grandfather, both in wrestling. Edge has been a wrestling fan. He'll tell you his the greatest night was when he saw Hulk Hogan wrestle Andre the Giant at the I think it was at Toronto Dome or whatever. Um, and you could actually see him in the crowd as a kid. Uh-huh. So they have this, this quote-unquote legacy. Kind of like skin in the game. Yeah. yeah. Plus, they're best friends. You know what I mean? In reality, they are uh-huh. best friends. They know each other. So when you talk about wrestling, you're actually talking about like a ballet. You know what I mean? You're talking like sort of wrestling moves, how, it's, how things are uh, executed, especially if no one gets hurt. You know, it becomes sort of like a ballet and, and, of a, and a performance with you have little to no mistakes Mm-hmm. could technically be the greatest wrestling match of all time. Um, and I will tell you, this is probably a candidate for match of the year. <laughs> yes, it's true. Um, definitely. But match of all time, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Because um, I've seen some pretty good matches. And I have actually have a list. What, yeah, I was going to say, what's in the running for that? <laughs> like, for comparison's um, sake. The comparison, um, what will automatically come out would be Shawn Michael versus The Undertaker. Um, okay. And he's had two matches with The Undertaker. Each one of them could be considered the best of all time. Okay. You could take one and you'd add, you could, you could argue both of those. Then there is uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Brett, the Hitman Hart. Um, which happened, that was the, the match in which um, Stone Cold bled out and he didn't give up. It was an I quit match. Um, some people consider that. Some people consider Randy Savage versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, some people consider Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant in 1987. Um, I remember I that one. I, yeah, I wouldn't consider that because I think, wow, that was an iconic match. Um, when you look at other levels, like when you look at Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, you're looking at a whole different genre of wrestling. <laughs> mm. This falls a little bit short of a lot of those. And I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, Regine, you kind of miss the crowd here. Yeah. Uh, and the reason yeah. I say that is because a lot of the reasons why some of those are so great is because it is known that wrestlers feed off the crowd and they start doing even crazier shit because their adrenaline level is so high. I'm not sure. Wow. This was a great match. Probably the match of the year, the greatest of all time. I'm not, I don't know. What do do you think? I don't, and I don't even know regime. What is the best match you've ever seen? I haven't seen it yet. No, I mean, because those matches that I absolutely love, but I always judge something on if I want to see it, but I watch it again. Right. And again, and review it and watch it again, you know, and I don't think I've come across a match like that quite, quite yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is for the, for the year, I think it's one of, and the year isn't even over, even though the year feels so long. Yes. Um, (laughs) The longest year ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I think that it will be a candidate for the best, the best match of the year. Because I'm still stuck on the Undertaker and um, and uh, AJ Styles. Yeah, AJ Styles. <laughs> His cute little haircut. Which I think that might have been Undertaker's last match. I I'm I'm, th- I'm assuming it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Based on on the uh, the. <clears throat> the documentary that that's going on. I think there's yeah. Some- I watched. I watched. I watched them before yeah. last night. Right. That. So we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think um, I again. I think this is a very good match. But it's also hard because when you look at the stakes of all the other matches, you know what I mean. The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, and I think what made that those matches so great is that they're at their late stages of their career, and they mm. are doing shit you're not expecting. You know, you really want to say you're both middle-aged men. You need to stop that shit. You know what I mean? But then I also think about other matches like the original TLC match with Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys, and the Dudley Boys, which was insane. <laughs> you know I what I mean? These, you know what I mean? So it's this one is this one's difficult to classify. Maybe if it hits the top twenty-five, I don't mm-hmm. know. I can see that. I definitely can see that because, like you said, there are a lot of classic matches, mm-hmm. but are those classic matches really considered like the greatest of all time? You know, right. and it's 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 funny you said that about the rewatchability of a match. Mm-hmm. And I would watch the Edge and Christian table and chairs match over again. Mm. You know, I, I would watch Undertaker over again, and and Shawn Michaels. I'm not sure if I would watch this match over again. I mean, I might. Maybe once, but maybe that's it. Only to see all the finishers, but I'm not sure. That's a very interesting point. How are you guys presently feeling about like so this this continues the no crowd the no audience like standard, right? Because of coronavirus. Yes and no. Yes and no. So, no. So the crowd that regime was talking about are they're actually employees of the WWE. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's like how Trump asked for actors. In, yeah. Uh... <laughs> no, they're wrestlers. They're, they're wrestlers that are there that are at the Performance Center. Some of them are with NXT. Some of them are, you know, are new, brand new Australia. Mm-hmm. But they enjoy it. I mean, yeah. you can tell they're into it. It's not like, oh, yay, we're acting. It's like, no, they're like, oh! Like, yeah. oh! It like, yeah. It helps. It helps a lot. <laughs> it did a lot. But it's not paid fans. Yeah, no, it's not, not yet. Um, and, I, and I feel the need to bring this up was that um, this is something AEW, their competition, had been doing already. And I think they were like, hmm, we should try this. Oh. <laughs> so um, it's very, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. But yeah, the crowd is there, but they're employees. And I think what what is fine, but also is kind of weird for me is that they know who they should be booing and who should they be cheering. With a live <laughs> audience, the audience chooses who they want to win. Right. And it's not always who you think it is. You know what I mean? So uh, a good example, good example of this, um, which is another great match, uh, considered one of the best, was The Rock and Hulk Hogan. So going into that match, um, The Rock was the good guy and Hulk Hogan was the bad guy. And they were in Canada. But the Canada crowds liked Hulk Hogan better. So they basically cheered and cheered him and booed The Rock. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, 
you could want to or assume that you want to um, project who is the good guy, but it's usually the crowd that, de that determines that. <laughs> right. And that's not hey, the my... case here. This is all... Yeah, now it's kind of like, okay, clearly you want this person to be a bad guy because the uh, the paid audience is saying this is who we book. Right. So it's kind of weird. Right. <laughs> do you see... So do, do you guys still think this sort of current setup has legs to it? It's going to have to. <laughs> yeah, seriously, for however, however long, you know, it's about health and safety... Even though you see people see you see wrestlers being thrown through the plexiglass, I'm like, okay, so much for COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, like what? Well. But there there have been repercussions. You you I, not, I'm not saying anybody's gotten sick, but again, when we talk about Roman Reigns, he's not wrestling until there's a vaccine. Absolutely, <laughs> no, it's true. He's not. I mean, he's had he's had leukemia. He's he's immune. He's he's compromise he's not going to do it mm. um wrestlers who can't get back into the country you know what i mean um so there's a couple of wrestlers particularly in nxt who are you know like let's say they live in europe or something some of them have trouble coming back yeah so the, the roster has changed um and it's it's been it's been interesting hmm. so yeah it has to have, it has to have legs <laughs> So, uh, Regine, I wanted to talk to you about something that was the last time we were here when we when we heard that there was going to be an announcement about Becky Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be something. And clearly, she's pregnant and yeah. gave up her, her title to Asuka. What did you think about that when you saw that? I was like, good. That's crazy, right? <laughs> I mean... But we, we knew that there was going to be some type of something. I mean, I I definitely wasn't necessarily thinking about pregnancy. It didn't come across my mind. But when I saw that she gave up the belt, I was like, good. Next. Mm. <laughs> like, great. You having a little Steffi Seth? That's fine. Let's. <laughs> Who's right. getting the belt? Who's <laughs> getting the belt? Here, here's my issue. Where's Bianca Belair? I have, we haven't seen her. Well, the last time I, we saw her was the day that Becky made that announcement because she right. congratulated her. I'm like, where is Bianca Belair? She, she might be pregnant, her. too. <laughs> I don't know. She might have She's said. Rona babies. <laughs> Rona babies. Ain't nothing else to do. <laughs> this was fascinating for me because I think this is the first time we've seen something like this where there's been a, a wrestler who has been pregnant and now has to put her career on 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 hold we've never seen it i don't think we've ever seen something like this or at least presented in this way before no i don't i don't think so i don't think so i mean i think it was cool i mean congratulations to them you know definitely but the way they the way they did it i mean it was definitely it, it was a surprise though when she came out and you know she hands her over the belt and you know uh oscar over the belt and basically says like yeah you know you go and be a warrior i'm gonna go be a mother um uh, it was definitely a unique way to give the belt over to somebody by having them do that ladders match. The money in the yeah, bank. The money in the, yeah, the money in the bank challenge. Definitely, you know, very, very unique. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so any any predictions? I mean, we got Extreme Rules coming up. Obviously, we'll do this again. Anything you want to see going into the next... 
Anything you care about? Better women's matches mm. than what we just had. Better, mm. <laughs> better women's matches. That's 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 definite. Um, I want to see the street profits actually fight somebody. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see that. I want to see a good challenger for Bron Bron. I want to see. You know, I want to. I want to just see stronger matches because they can do it. I think it's just more inter-franchise or intro-franchise type of matches. I think the problem. The problem is right now is you have such a lack of congruency in terms of the locker room. I think particularly with when you talk about the street profits, they if it was me, I would try to merge the two um, tag team titles for now, just mm-hmm. so that you can have uh, more more people wrestle each other because I think their their thinning locker room doesn't help. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it doesn't. I think so. I think, so. I think I think they need to think about that. Just just just. If you're on NXT, like they had this before, like if you're not on NXT, you can go to Showdown in the Showdown, SmackDown, or you can go to like Raw, you know, and fight and challenge. I think they should do things things of that nature because there's some wonderful, wonderful, wonderful um, wrestlers over at NXT that are that are amazing. They're absolutely. They have tons of Io Shirai for for just for that. It's just she's amazing. They have tons of women in NXT, all who are busting their ass, and then I feel like they get to the main, quote-unquote, main roster, and it's like, well, what are y'all doing? And I don't yeah, think it's like, or anything like that. It's just like, you know, Bianca Belair was kicking ass in NXT. Yeah, she, she gets was. And she's had one fight. Like, I feel like they don't know what to do with these female wrestlers, and it's kind of annoying, because you have a lot of them. It should be every other match. Every other match should be uh, women's. Yes, that's Yoshira. Um, she is the new women's NXT champion. She beat Charlotte Flair um, in a triple threat match. Um, I think they need to do something, even if giving them their own show. Just, I mean, come on. Just imagine that. We would see more than one or two matches every time you have, um, you know, a show come on, whether it's SmackDown or Raw or NXT. You would see lady after lady after lady after lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to wait for breath. <laughs> I think Are they coming out it. tonight? You know, <laughs> right? And I and I think it's something that Becky had, Becky Lynch had said, I think about a year ago, that she was tired of being called the women's champion. Like they should, she just be should be called the champion. And I think, um, and she felt that there was too many divides between the men and the women. And the women, I always believe the women's wrestling is much more entertaining right now than the men's. I think there is something to say about having their own show. Yeah. You know, which comes out as this or whoever the champion is. Um, maybe they should toy with that. Maybe they should toy with that and how there's one women's champion and they're all on one show and they're all fighting for that title. And of course you can make several other little titles. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and, and, and like we, there's a tag team title now. We barely have any tag teams. It's like right. this large hodge of, 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 of ladies that are like, okay, you want to come fight with me? Yeah, sure, why not? And they go out there and do this tag team things. Like, no real solid tag teams with actual tag team names. <laughs> you know, it's just very, it's very individualized. Hmm. So I'm like, what's yeah. the point of that bell? 
and and I think they, it's it's one of those things where as far as they've gone, they've couldn't they could go further. And um, I do watch AEW a little bit, and their women wrestlers are actually they're pretty good too. And I I was the WWE. I think I'd be very careful because they could get leapfrogged in the women's division in terms mm-hmm. of how women are presented on TV. So we'll see. We'll see. Serious. Really. <laughs> Um, tonight, there's some rumors of a, of a superstar returning, so I don't know who that oh, is. Is there? There's some rumors. Uh, right. I don't get a chance to read those. I'm just saying there are rumors of something happening. So hopefully uh, that'll make Raw somewhat special tonight, because Backlash, which we haven't rated yet, I'm afraid to rate. <laughs> it's not a great interview, except for I mean, one. I think we should. <laughs> All right. So what have we been doing this out of five? Um, what is your rating for Backlash? Out of, I have to do it out of five. Was it out of five? I don't even remember. I was going to give it a letter grade. Huh? I was going to give it a give it a letter grade. <laughs> oh, a letter grade. Okay, let's give it a letter grade. What do you think? C plus. C plus. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> I don't. I can't argue with that. I can't. I can't argue with that. See, the the the, the problem is, and I, and I think that. You know, both Regine and I have said that we were doing other things. Not to say that we weren't paying attention, but you have to draw our attention. So that means the matches, the matches that are made have to be good. The story behind the story behind it needs to be compelling. And a lot of these things worked. Um, so yes, uh, it gets a C plus for me as well. Um, and that is all, imagine if the Randy Orton match wasn't was terrible. It may have failed. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's what. That's why I got the plus. <laughs> to, you know. <laughs> so yeah. So some notable things. Um, um, I think this might be the first time where we've had multiple champions of Asian descent. Both Io Shirai and Asuka are both uh, champions. Um, mm. I don't think that's ever happened. Um, Ever. I'm trying to remember. And, and coincidentally, again, I, we don't talk about AEW much. Their women's champion is also of Asian descent. Oh, so awesome. I found awesome. that to be very, very interesting. Um, she ended up beating the only transgender wrestler there is out there at the moment. So, um, okay. Any last thoughts going into Raw? We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. Yes. Um, also, talking about that, SmackDown also has a new Intercontinental Champion in um, AJ Styles, which apparently I heard was a really good match. I didn't get to watch that. I may go back to watch just he, that match. Who had it? Who had it? I... Oh, my God. Um, this guy, this annoying guy who was with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, oh, um, yes, what are we talking about? <laughs> the guy from Montreal. Yes. He had it for a while, for a little bit, but then as I was saying how the virus has changed things in the locker room. Sammy Zane, Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane. So Sammy Zane either wasn't allowed back into the country or something happened with him, um, but he had to give it up. And so they did a tournament and uh, it ended up being um, AJ Styles um, winning that tournament. Okay. All right. Okay. 
We have to obviously we have to keep doing this. This is this is great. Um, reading your tweets are amazing, and let's try to get let's try to get Vita on the show. Oh, that'd be dope. That'd be so Vita, dope. Vita on the show. I promise to blog all of their books. <laughs> <laughs> we, we promise to do that. Yes. Yes. You know, we'll put their book right on the screen. <laughs> Just pick one. <laughs> Any last thoughts, Leo? Uh, I think a cool name for the show would be Fight Nerds. Fight Nerds! <laughs> Fight Nerds. Fight. <laughs> you we're fighting other nerds, though. <laughs> well, yeah, some, some of them are also nerds about fighting. But y'all some Fight Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> fight Nerds. I like <laughs> Where can they find you on the, on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter at lock it down that's l-o-c-k-e-t-t-down d-o-w-n also of the same name my website www.lockitdown.com instagram um lock it underscore down if mm-hmm. someone took it without the underscore <laughs> an underscore you're in the, you're in the same stitch as marcus marcus somebody is sitting on marcus kwame on instagram it's the only place he doesn't have it Hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> so that he can pay them. Um, <laughs> you are doing something this weekend? Yeah, this Saturday, um, Women in Comics. I'm also the coordinator and founder of the Women in Comics Collective International, Wink for short. And we're doing a, a virtual drink, draw, and poll where folks can come and draw live poll fitness models. Um, we'll be on, um, Zoom. It's all, we're also in partnership with an organization called, um, Sheila Kelly S Factor New York, and we'll be using their Zoom account. So that's why we're using Zoom. Um, and it'll be really cool. It's also for charity. It's also for charity. It's to support the Bank Foundation, which is currently helping comic book shops and, uh, local bookstores stay afloat during um the COVID-19 pandemic so it's um it's it's really donate it's tickets are by note donation so whatever you can give just hang out chill with us draw some um, amazing wonderful beautiful models and uh, figures count count. some of us can't draw If you want to donate and just watch and watch the models pose and watch folks draw, you can do that. Okay. Um, okay. Um, I don't draw it often, but I'll be hosting, so I'll be sitting there chilling, <laughs> taking in everything. I also am putting together a really cool playlist. That's what I was doing yesterday. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing a really, really dope playlist for it. So, yeah, That's while awesome. I was wrestling, I just had to put the watching wrestling, putting this music together. That's awesome. That's awesome. Leo, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Leonardo EFF on Twitter. You can find my writing on the interwebs. I recently published a review of The Last of Us 2, which is awesome. And you can catch all of us on the weekends. Cartoons and Serial mm-hmm. Black Comics chat, Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. And my name is Anthony Otero. I go by Tony um, Latin Negro on Twitter and Instagram. And you can go to my website, anthonyotero.com, to see uh, the books that I've written. All right. I want to make sure you get to Raw. So thank you. Um, this was fun. And I've always enjoyed this. Oh, me too. So great. Thank you guys so much for inviting me. <laughs> see you next month. Yes. Yes.
Okay, bye guys. All right, awesome. All right, bye y'all. Black comics, Black chat. comics, Black chat. comics. Chat.